I'm Kate Daniels. As September begins, it's the time we turn our hearts and minds to events like walks and runs, important fundraisers. Today, we have Tyler Pagel joining us. Tyler is the Development Director for Susan Komen in Washington, also covering Oregon and Northern California. He's been busy working with staff and volunteers to organize the More Than Pink Walk, which is happening in person once again, a big cause for celebration. And there's a new look to the event, which we'll hear all about from Tyler this morning. Tyler Pagel, good morning, and thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited uh, to have you here to share information about an um, upcoming Coleman walk because we've been out of touch with that for a number of years now. I think we've had some virtual, but I'm not even sure about that. So, But this one, this September, is the first in-person walk uh, in a number of years, isn't it, Tyler? Yeah, first in-person walk for Susan G. Komen in Seattle since 2019. So we are thrilled to be back with the community, uh, a new venue, but for the same cause of a world without breast cancer. Yes. And of course, that cause is the reason we're talking. That's the cause that all of us really want to get behind and do something about and and really eradicate it from the from the planet. And there are so many ways to do it. But a big one isn't the walk like the major fundraiser for the year. Yeah, absolutely. It's the annual fundraiser for Susan G. Komen. We host these in, in many communities across the country. And like we said earlier, we're thrilled to bring it back to Seattle on September the 23rd. And not only does it raise funds, of course, which it will, but it also raises awareness. And so we're killing two birds with, with one stone. And we are hoping that we have lots and lots of people uh, come out and join us on that Saturday. So let's talk about really the fun part of this, uh, what happens on that Saturday, because this is a very unique approach. I, I was just stunned when I read about how, where, and how this walk is happening. So could you fill us in on that, Tyler? Absolutely. Yeah. On September 23rd, we will be at the Woodland Park Zoo for Susan G. Komen's More Than Pink Walk. And one of our favorite elements of the day um, is the fact that after Komen festivities take place and we honor survivors, we celebrate their breast cancer journeys, we, we talk about how Komen uh, is moving towards a world without breast cancer. After that part takes place, we are able to invite uh, Komen participants to enjoy a day at the zoo free of charge. And that's really the walk component of this more than pink walk is enjoying the zoo with your friends, your family, your colleagues, and, and it is our gift back to the breast cancer community who does so much for us. I just really tip my hat to that. I It is ingenious, I feel, feel to do this. I mean, it's always been great. You meet at, oh, I think in the past we had been at... Um, well, it was Safeco Field. Now, I guess it's Lumen Field. And, you know, you'd walk around the whole stadium and it'd be great. The atmosphere is wonderful. But, you know, you you do that walk and you have the ceremonies. It's done. But this, a day really of full celebration and, and being in that atmosphere with your family and friends, I think there, it's a gift for sure. But I think there's such a healing property to it as well. Yes. That definitely. And we had a chance, you know, in the, in the years 
that, that we weren't doing walks, we had a chance to look at these walks and say, what is missing? And one of the areas in which we wanted uh, to change as we came back to in-person events was to make them as inclusive as possible. And so the zoo allows us to do that. It allows the infant born yesterday and great, great grandma and everyone in between to enjoy uh, Komen, the festivities, and then of course, uh, the wonderful Woodland Park Zoo. Yes. Oh, really genius. So <laughs> great kudos to, to the team. You, thank you. <laughs> right? yeah. You're so welcome. So this is a really big full day then. Of course, when everyone there is partaking in the zoo in the afternoon, that doesn't need extra work from anyone else hands on. But the morning, all of the, and even leading up, of course, to it, there's so much work that goes into it. The staff can't certainly handle it all. How do volunteers fit into this? Yeah, volunteers are, are really the, the backbone of, of our organization. And, and we are so privileged to work alongside some wonderful volunteers. We have uh, volunteers working all year round on behalf of Komen's mission. And so they, they fill in the gaps where, 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 where paid staff, staff cannot. And I love to give the opportunity to volunteers, whether it's on the day of the event or, or making thank you calls in December or writing happy Mother's Day notes in May. Uh, we, we love working with volunteers and, and we're always looking for folks who, who may feel connected to Komen's mission. Uh, whether that be they're, they're a breast cancer survivor or they've some way been impacted by this disease, to, to come out and, and volunteer, whether it's an hour a year or a hundred hours, we would love to, to have folks join us in volunteering. And I couldn't agree more with how volunteers are the backbone of an organization, that just the way so many nonprofits in our community operate, it's not possible to have paid staff. Volunteers do it out of this passion, this love for the organization, and, and that goes beyond any kind of, uh, you couldn't pay people enough for that kind of, of passion that goes into it. Exactly. And our whole goal, whether it be with the More Than Pink Walk in Seattle or anything else that we do, is to put as many dollars towards the mission as possible. And so everyone who volunteers allows us to put more dollars that have been raised to the mission, which is what we're all uh, doing at the More Than Pink Walk and throughout the year. So in terms of becoming a volunteer, uh, because this may pique someone's interest, like, oh, yeah, besides just making a donation to the walk to, to Susan G. Coleman, I really want to be involved more so, whether, like you said, for an hour or 100 hours. So how do people go about that, Tyler? Yeah, on our website, forthewalkcoleman.org backslash Seattle Walk, there's a volunteer tab in the upper right-hand corner, a great way for folks to get connected. Maybe they were connected with Komen in the past and they've, and they've lost track of us. We would love to, to re-engage with them, or maybe they're hearing about Komen for the first time, but have been recently diagnosed with breast cancer. There is a, there is a place and a job for, for each and every person who wants to, to reach out and, and volunteer with us. So Komen.org backslash Seattle Walk in the upper right-hand corner, I use that and, and we'll be in touch with them. Yes. And hold on to that website because that is uh, really important for some other things that we're going to be discussing. And it was interesting, as you said, Tyler, maybe some people haven't really been aware of Coleman. And that makes sense. Sometimes it takes uh, an actual 
incident, someone in your family, a close friend gets a breast cancer diagnosis and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you know, it's like this whole new world, the world you don't necessarily want to know about, but it opens up and it actually, it's a good world because Coleman does so much that is of value and benefit to those who are facing this really challenging disease. Yeah, one of one of our approaches, we have a, a we say a 360 degree approach to curing breast cancer, and, and one of the pillars of that, if you will, is community and bringing together the breast cancer community. And that's what we'll do at the More Than Pink Walk on September 23rd. Is we'll bring the survivors together, we'll bring their family and care systems together, and and really feel like a community. You know, in the midst of of COVID and the pandemic. Uh, many of, of these breast cancer patients uh, had to go uh, at it alone, um, and their and their families uh, felt that they didn't have anyone to turn to, and that was and that was a very sad reality of, of the pandemic in which we lived through. But um, we we have come out of that now, and and we recognize that as we come together as a community, uh, we we can fill um, we can fill that that energy that, that may have been lacking. And so we plan to to recognize those survivors, those those living with breast cancer now, uh, celebrate their journeys. And then of course, we'll take time to pause and, and remember those gone way too soon to this terrible disease. But all of that takes place at our walk. And, and we really hope and we really feel like the zoo and this event allows the connection of, of community. And, and outside of raising money, which we will do, and raising awareness, which is so important, allowing uh, the breast cancer community to, to come together is, is equally as important on that day. It really is, isn't it? To show us that, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Look at yep. all these other people and their family and their friends. We are a really huge and important community. Yep. Absolutely. That is, that is, that is so true. And, and we know that one in eight women are diagnosed with breast cancer. And, um, but by that definition, it, it's hard to find somebody in the Seattle metro area that hasn't been impacted by this disease. And so we invite everyone to come out and be part of the Komen community on that day. Now, just a kind of sidebar in a way, but really important, you were mentioning one in eight women will receive this diagnosis. I think more and more we are beginning to hear about men receiving a breast cancer diagnosis. Yeah, it, it, it impacts men as well. And actually a sneak peek for those joining us in Seattle, we always um, mention that we always have survivors speak from the stage as part of our stage program. And one of our survivors who will be joining us from stage in Seattle is a male breast cancer survivor. It is, it is very rare, but um, we recognize that it is a diagnosis and it's a tough diagnosis. Societally, it's a tough diagnosis. And so we are, we are thrilled to have uh, multiple male survivors in our communities that, that will join us at these walks and, and remind everyone that, hey, this is not just, it doesn't just touch one part of society. It really touches all parts of it. Exactly. And all ages. Uh, it can be young women and probably young men, too, in their 20s, all the way into um, in their 80s, I believe. Yeah, and we just recently saw the screening recommendations. They, they even lowered their age to age 40. 
to begin that, that routine screening process through mammograms for women. And we encourage everyone to be screened as early as they feel is appropriate uh, based on their family history, et cetera. Uh, but, but what we do know about breast cancer is when it, it is caught early, it is very treatable. And so we um, are firm believers in early detection, uh, following your doctor's recommendations on, on screening because uh, we'll hear from another survivor on event day uh, and, and her message, and it is a powerful message, is, is early screening saved her life. And we hear that story over and over again. And so we want to make sure that people are getting uh, their, their routine mammograms yearly and, and working with their doctors on a plan if, if they do have family history or they're, or they're more at risk of breast cancer. Absolutely. All so critically important. And, and it falls into the area of care because I believe some of the funds that are raised uh, – besides going to research and supporting the community, go to care to help those persons who have difficulty with uh, affording a mammogram or getting to an appointment. Isn't there a contingent of volunteers who make that happen, help make it happen? Yeah, we do. We do a couple different things to to care directly for breast cancer patients. I think uh, the, one of one of the most tangible ways we do that is to provide a financial aid if if a breast cancer patient uh, meets the criteria. And last year in the Pacific Northwest, we were able to give out more than three hundred and forty thousand dollars to over six hundred breast cancer patients direct uh, in their hand because nobody should have to choose between treatment and rent or treatment and food. And so we were, we were thrilled to do that. That need continues to grow uh, year over year. We're seeing increases in the amount of breast cancer patients who need financial aid. And it's one of the, the ways uh, that, that we support that is by raising money at the walk. And the other um, way in which we can care for breast cancer patients on on a, on a daily basis is through our helpline. It is 1-877-GO-COMEN, and we have trained patient navigators to help navigate the obstacles that so many breast cancer patients encounter, whether that be uh, asking for um, a place to receive chemotherapy closer to their home or, or seeking out a, a clinical trial for their diagnosis. 1877-GO-COMEN is, is a way that we are caring for breast cancer patients each and every day. And it occurs to me the person using this number might be a friend or a family member because they have become aware that this person in their life has gotten the diagnosis and is struggling and really feel they want to do something. I think that they probably can call this number and really be given some good information and guidance. Absolutely. Anyone who is part of that care team, that support system for, for a breast cancer patient um, are, are encouraged. And I'll continue to say the number so it's not lost. one eight seven seven go komen K-O-M-E-N. Uh, it is a great way to be connected with, with a very smart, uh, trained individuals that, that can connect some dots that, that are hard to do at, at this point in, in, in uh, you know, in the breast cancer journey. Yes. 
Goodness, absolutely. So this kind of support, having persons there available to take the calls, having the funds to support those who have that tough decision of, you know, how can I afford to have this mammogram, this further screening, because I have kids to feed. These donation, donated dollars have gone such a long way. So that's a, a thing that we need to really encourage and request to make a donation. Yes, we have the walk and participation in that raises funds. But even aside from that, we need to think about really maybe upping the amount that we can give if we are able because of just the incredible work that does in our community. Yeah, you know, curing breast cancer is going to cost money. And and we know this. Uh, breast cancer patients who are living daily with this disease know that when their insurance deductible becomes due, that it costs money to treat this disease. And so, yes, we, we ask for donations. Um, the, the registration for the More Than Pink Walk is free, but, but we ask folks to, once they register for our walk, to, to spread it out to their network via social media, via email, calling, asking their neighbor, asking their dentist for donations, because we know that the more money that's raised is the faster we're gonna cure this disease. And so by raising money at the walk, we're funding research, we're giving money directly to patients here in the Pacific Northwest. And, and one day we, we at Komen truly hope we put ourselves out of business because we've cured this disease. And while we're closer to today, than we were yesterday, we're not close enough. And so that's why we're going to keep pushing on and keep hosting these, these events and keep asking for donations because we know we are making an impact uh, in curing this disease. Oh, absolutely. Without question. But yes, the fact that it still persists means that there still is so much work to be done. So yeah. in talking about the walk that is coming up on September 23rd uh, and to participate... Uh, it is important to pre-register, and we gave a website already, but we'll mention that again, right, Tyler, as to the need to register prior to the walk. Yeah, we always want to make our event days full of, of fun and interaction. We hate for people to be waiting in a line outside of the zoo as they wait to sign waivers and get their wristbands. So komen.org backslash Seattle walk. One word, seattlewalkcomen.org backslash Seattle Walk is where registration, it takes just a few minutes. Uh, we would, like I said, it is free, but we really encourage folks to make a donation at that point. And then at the day of the event at the Woodland Park Zoo, they show up, we check their name off a list and give them a wristband and welcome them into the event. So while people can still show up on event day, it just, uh, it involves a waiver and some paperwork and maybe a line or two, and we would hate to see that. So Komen.org backslash Seattle walk uh, to register uh, and, and be a part of our event that day. And another part of pre-registering and asking that we raise funds, which makes sense to me in terms of participating and knowing what the funds are needed for. But I, and this seems really like a very small amount. If we raise at least $100, uh, then sometime after the walk, we will actually receive one of those really wonderful hot pink Coleman t-shirts. Is that right? That is true. If you raise $100 or more by the time event day comes around, or even 30 days after, you will receive a 2023 Komen participant shirt. 
if you are a breast cancer survivor or someone living with metastatic breast cancer, those shirts will be pink to represent, of course. And then if you are not, our participant shirts are gray and are, are quite stylish, if I might say so myself. Oh, thank you for that correction. I had not been aware of that distinction, but it makes perfect sense. The pink really stands out, and these are the people, women and men, to be honored because of just this huge mountain they've been climbing. Yep, we always want to make them feel feel celebrated and special, and we hope to do that on that day. And uh, breast cancer survivors and those living with metastatic breast cancer will receive a shirt no matter their fundraising status. I forgot to mention that. So thank you for circling back around. Survivors and those living with breast cancer uh, will not need to raise money. As soon as they register and check that box, they will get that pink shirt directly to their door. Again, our gift, uh, a small gift um, to, to recognize what they've been through. And the funding, this fundraising is so critical. We talked already about a couple of the things where it really makes such a huge impact. Making another big impact is the dollars that go to research. It it just costs to have the staff that spends countless hours and tears and sweat try, looking for the way to make this journey through breast cancer just easier and to ultimately eradicated, of course. Yeah, that is the goal. And Coleman has given $1.1 billion, yes, billion with a B, towards breast cancer research in the 40-plus years that, that we've been in existence. And we have seen, and, and many people know, that during that time, we have seen that uh, breast cancer was something um, that nobody talked about that was, that was quite detrimental if you received the diagnosis to to now where there is treatment in place and, and when caught early uh, can, can be treated very effectively. So as I mentioned earlier, we are closer to a cure today in large part to Komen's funding of, of, uh, of different drugs that have gone to market for the breast cancer community, but we are not close enough. So we will continue to fund that research until it's 2 billion or 3 billion or 5 billion until uh, we are a world without breast cancer, which is our ultimate vision. So again, we see the need for us to really be participants, to be community members and family that strives to raise these funds to make all of this happen. And then there's another piece of this, right, Tyler, the advocacy really working on making changes in public policy. Yeah, the advocacy is a, is a huge portion of what Komen does because while Komen is the largest funder of breast cancer research outside of the federal government, and we know that the government has dollars that can impact breast cancer more than private funding can. And so we work on both Capitol Hill and at the state level to, to impact uh, these laws and bills that can have broad, far-reaching impact for the breast cancer community. And, and both in Washington and Oregon this year, both legislators have passed uh, bills that, that involve covering different screening and diagnostic tests for breast cancer patients so that breast cancer can be caught earlier. So those conversations, the, the hard work that our advocates have done on their respective hills paid off in a big way for the breast cancer communities in 
both Washington and Oregon. And that is great news. And then there's a part of that that has sad news because, you know, we are so fortunate to have all of that happening and we live in an area that is more progressive. But think of the states throughout the country where that is not the case, where the struggle, where a diagnosis can be virtually a death sentence. So to really push for more of that public policy so it becomes more nationwide really is is another piece of this that we really need to support and really fund. Yeah, we know breast cancer does not discriminate. It doesn't care if you vote blue or red. It doesn't care if you're young or old. Unfortunately, uh, too many are, are diagnosed in, in all parts of the corner uh, of, of our society. And so uh, part of the money raised at the More Than Pink Walk in Seattle will go towards public policy and having those conversations, not just in Washington State and not just in Washington, D.C., but everywhere in between. Yes. So... So much that happens around, we might think of this one event, uh, but it takes a lot of planning to have this one event, and it's one day in in the life of some of us, uh, but it's a meaningful day for so many, and we just really need to see how it, it just kind of... Um, is a beacon on all the rest of the days of the year. And we really need to become partners and really support this work. And I think showing up at the walk is a great way to do it. Yes, it is. And that's why we are so excited to be back in Seattle after, uh, you know, not having an in-person event for the last few years is because there's nothing like seeing uh, a, a breast cancer patient no longer feel alone. And you see many people just look around and take it all in because of, of the camaraderie that is felt. I can't, I don't pretend to understand what it's uh, like to have a breast cancer diagnosis. I pray that I never have one, but to stand in solidarity with those patients and with those survivors on event day is, is really the, the highlight of, of my year and, and what keeps us in our community uh, moving towards a cure for breast cancer. Yes. So let's mention the website where we can register and in registering, hopefully commit to raising some funds, whether we make the donation, whether we ask family and friends, which is really even greater to have others be participants. Yeah. Komen.org backslash Seattle walk is where you register. Komen.org backslash Seattle walk. It'll only take a couple minutes and then, uh, Yes, we would love for you to cascade that out. It's, we make it a seamless fundraising process, whether you want to connect to Facebook, whether you want to send emails or print off flyers. It is all on your participant center after you register at Komen.org backslash Seattle Walk. Well, can I say that that's just brilliant? One place, one login. Um, you can be excited about the event and we provide so many fundraising tools to each of our participants because we know that we can't do it by ourselves. We know that the amount of conversations that I can have in a day is not sufficient to raise the money that is needed. But what we, when we enable and empower our community to do that on our behalf, really, really special things happen. So we are so thankful for those who have registered that will register and will take that extra step to ask their network to donate money towards a world without breast cancer. 
Absolutely. Yes, we all want to be partners in that being the case. And and it starts with this, you know, saying, I am going to be involved. I'm donating. I'm going to be there for the walk at the zoo. Enjoy a day at the zoo in September. It couldn't be more perfect. And remember, at that website, same website, there's an opportunity to volunteer. You may get that bug. And as you've said, Tyler, there's such a huge need for volunteers. Yep. We will accept volunteers all the way up until the day of the event. If you would like to volunteer, again, Komen.org backslash Seattle Walk in the upper right-hand corner. Please come on out. Um, If you want to volunteer and then enjoy a day at the zoo, we would love to have you do both. We are excited to see the community come together. It sounds just so amazing, so wonderful. And Tyler, you are amazing and wonderful. I really love your your energy and your passion for this and your commitment. And I feel that you're doing the right work at the right time. Well, thank you so much. That that means a lot. I can't help but be energized by the community that I have the privilege of working on behalf of. And I'm excited to see that come to fruition on the 23rd in Seattle. Absolutely. Well, we'll look forward to seeing all of us or most of us there that day and really making a difference in our world. Thanks for having me. Well, Tyler Pagel, it's been wonderful. Thank you greatly and continued success. Appreciate it.